Welcome to a special episode of our Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Rainmaker Multiplier process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit claritytoprosperity.com. Thanks everyone for joining us today for telling your story, messaging best practices. This is a fun topic for us on the, the marketing side as it's a conversation that we have with many of you. It's, it's becoming more and more of a hot topic as advisors are getting, digging more into that marketing and starting with the messaging. For anyone that we're working with, we want to make sure we start that out right because everything's got to come from your voice. And we've got a couple of great guests here. We have Nikki Glenn, the marketing director at Petros Financial, a JL Smith company, and Chelsea Kantz. Many of you might know Chelsea, our, our content guru here at C2P. And, and they're both going to come at it from different sides. Chelsea, how she's approaching working with, with many of you, many of our advisors and her experience there. And Nikki, from what she's done over at Petros and Women's Worth with Jeanette Bejalia, one of our top advisors here at C2P. And we, we brought this topic in because we've had this conversation with many of you and we're working with a lot of you already, but it is so prevalent right now. I've mentioned our before that Jolt conference hosted by our great partner, Snappy Kraken. It was a couple months back and we had a few attendees there from our team at C2P, but also from some of our advisory offices. And that was really what they drove home this year is bringing the personal side to your messaging. A lot of advisors, to no fault of their own, that you want to get that content out there and build your website, but it's talking about using those the typical buzzwords, the fiduciary, I'm a financial advisor, your financial future. And there's nothing wrong with those, but we have to make sure we mix in the personal element. And really a lot of that starts with that messaging and how we work that into your website and social media. Because as you're getting out there more and you're spending those dollars advertising or getting out there speaking or PR opportunities, your prospects and clients are checking you out on your website and social media. And so we have to make sure we nail that messaging down on those outlets first, and then carry that out to the other avenues where you're creating content. So to, to kick things off, Chelsea, I figure we, we start by going right over to you. If you could kind of share some of those best practices that you follow and that would be of interest to our audience today. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the best messaging practices are really centered around, you know, content marketing, which has three pillars or sort of main goals that you want to achieve when you're telling your story. And that's attract, engage, and delight. So attract is pretty self-explanatory. You want to draw people in to who you are, what your message is, but do it in a way that's more personal to you and engaging in a way that's different. And you wanna make sure that all of your written communication aligns with sort of the ethos of your brand and your voice. So for an example, a way that you could do this is maybe instead of our services, if you're looking for a more laid back approach or something more personal, you could say what we offer, how we can help. And these things are small, but they do make a lot of difference when it comes to bringing people in and telling them who you are. And that kind of brings me to engage, which is like, once you have their attention, you really want to keep it. And so your website should absolutely list your services and tell people what you do. But more importantly, it should be telling them who you are to build that trust. And people really love a narrative to latch on to. So that doesn't mean you have to make anything up, but telling them about your history, you know, what the key steps you took when founding your practice, things like that, just details that really bring them into, again, what you said, the human element will really make a difference. 
And that sort of brings you to delight, which is at the end of the day, you want people to enjoy what they're reading about you and have it be an experience. You know, your story is such a huge part of what inspires them to take action. Most people, when they come to your website, they already know if they want to work with you within the first you know, few sentences they read. And they're more likely to be brand loyal to you or choose you over all the other financial advisors who are simply just listing their services if they really get an idea of who you are through your messaging. Now, that's great, Chelsea. And I think it's important to note that that your story doesn't have to just be on an About Us page. You know, it's it's pulling out the, the applicable portions of that story that are into the copy that is your brand on the homepage and in the social, right? That That's what you're getting at. Exactly. Yeah, it should really come through in everything that you present. Social, you know, again, your about page will have the nuts and bolts and the larger details, but, you know, name dropping, you know, we've been in practice for over four decades and that means blah, et cetera, et cetera. Like just including those little details throughout help weave that story together and it makes a better overall user experience. And like I said, draws people in and keeps them there. Because all of those questions about like whether they can trust you, who you are, those should be answered before their first meetings with you. Yeah, and that's finding the ways to do that. Of, of, of everybody knows you're about us, or you all have your own story, and that's what's made you successful. Working that into the other messaging, a lot of companies or agencies you might work with call those like brand statements. Uh, and so I think beyond those, and we'll get a, I think a little bit of this later in our conversation today, but whether you are able to identify those yourself or with your, your staff, your team there, or working with a group like us at C2P to help you identify those statements so that not just all of you, I'm sure any of you could get up there on stage and you've done it with prospects and be able to articulate those brand statements, but anyone representing your brand and being able to communicate those so that it sounds the same no matter where it's coming from, whether someone on your team, your social media, your website, and having that that consistent brand messaging, which I think is a is a good transition to you, Nikki. Of you've done a fantastic job with that over the years with with Petros and with Women's Worth. So can you talk about kind of the process you went through and how you developed that? You being able to kind of pull that out of Jeanette and then share that externally. Yeah, sure. I, I think I've heard Jeanette's story so many times that I actually could recite it. And sometimes I might even think that it's my own story. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I think that what's important is whenever you're talking with a prospect for the first time, it is you want for them to like you and you want for them to like who you are. And if they like you, then most of the time that leads to they will trust you. And if they like you and trust you, more than likely they'll do business with you. So, and that that's what your goal is. That's what the bottom line is. And that's really why your story is very important. Your story really should be why you do what you do. And your, your story should show that you are vulnerable and that you are human and the bottom line is that you want, and I heard this, re, I heard this over the past couple of days and I heard it a couple of times and it may even have been something that one of you quote a lot, but it's, you want for them to hug you with their eyes mm -hmm. and 
I think that's so good and so powerful. And it is what you're looking for. You want for them to show, you know, that they like who you are and then they trust you. And in our office, we talk a lot about, and it's kind of a joke and kind of not, did you get them to cry? <laughs> and if you got them to cry, you know that you're moving to, to the next step with them. So and I thought you were going to say you hug them. everybody that comes in, Nikki. <laughs> sometimes, I mean, you know, we're, we're happy, warm people here. So, and I was, I was asking Matt, if we have, if, you all had talked recently about the importance of the round table and and he said that you hadn't so i thought that i would tamara tamara says she cries all the time <laughs> so i thought that i would remind you all of the importance of the round table jeanette absolutely will not sit in the room with the rectangle table she says that is not personal the round table looks most like the prospect's kitchen table, and you know that all warm, good things happen in people's kitchens. That's where, that's normally the hub of the house. And so the round table, there are no sharp corners. You're all, you're all in it together. You're closer to them. You know, there's not anything separating you from their side. So if you're able to meet with prospects in a room where there's a round table, try it out and see if it, you know, if it makes you feel more connected to them. We, we feel like that, that works for us here. So. And, you know, and when you're talking about meeting with clients too, on that side, don't discount that for, for gathering some of that messaging, because that can be a valuable tool as well. I'm not saying you need to go so far necessarily as everyone needs to go do a full brand study, but you know, asking your, your clients and your prospects even for feedback on who you are, because I've seen that before in the past of maybe what you think your brand is, isn't what's the perception externally. So gathering some of that, that's where the, the power of testimonials can come in. But you know. I think that, oh, sorry about that. No, 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 go ahead. I think that like looking at Petros's content, you have such a unique point of view and that really kind of goes into what you're talking about, Matt. It's like getting that feedback, but also really knowing your target audience, like having a unique point of view really aligns with knowing your target audience because you're tailoring your messaging to who you want to target. And I feel like Petros, you guys really know who your audience is and that knowing your audience is the first part of creating your messaging. You have to know that before you even lay the groundwork for what you're going to say. And I just think that you guys do such a great job of that. Oh, thank you. And, you know, I'll read this. It's a great point from, from John. Thank you for sharing. Most advisors shy away when clients become emotional. This is the exact opposite of what we should all do. Emotion is the motivating factor that controls their actions. Dive in uh, into their emotional, into their emotion and explore tactfully why they become emotional. This is where the magic in the relationship is. And that's that's so true. I mean, this this industry, especially, you know, we, we are emotional people and so much of what we do is psychological in terms of how we approach, you know, what they're dealing with. This is this is their financial future that we're we're helping with. And so the emotional appeal that's going to help that connection. And like Nikki said, that's where you're going to get to the hugging them with your eyes is, is playing to those emotions. So 
And Nikki, if you could even go deeper into that with, you know, woman's worth, because I know you had to tailor that messaging even more because that's an even more targeted audience than what you were doing with Petros initially. Yeah. So, so most of the time when, you know, we, we have a, a woman's worth radio show and I tell people that the majority of our callers are men and they're really surprised at that, but men know that typically they will die before their wife dies and that's emotional and um they'll say to us i want for my wife to feel comfortable with our finances and she's not very involved with them and i want for her to get involved and and this is and and you know the wife will say well i don't want to think about that and you know we talk with them about why they should think about that and so, and that's, you know, that's what woman's worth is all about. And, you know, we get from people, well, do you, do you work with men? Of course, of course we work with men. And, and, but it's just interesting that, that they want for their wife to be taken care of and they want for their wife to have somebody that they can trust and that will help them when they're gone to, you know, move forward and to know that they are safe and secure in their finances. So, no, thank you for that. And for you know those of you that that are are going through this, and and even if you're not redefining your messaging, but want to to tweak this, take a review on this. Some of you may have been a part of this, but I think it was about two years ago we actually had someone from the Story Brand company come out and speak at a Mastermind Collegium, and we went through that the whole exercise that afternoon of going through that. And so if you are, I would highly recommend going back through that book, Building a Story Brand. That's by Donald Miller. I can put that in there. Again, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. One of my favorites because it's applicable to everything. It's it's not just your brand of your business. It's your personal brand as well. Um, because this, again, in this industry, you have to have that personal brand. People want to work with people, not companies. And there's so many great takeaways from that book, just in terms of the format of how you communicate that, what you're trying to draw out of yourself. You know, sometimes it's hard to, to unknow stuff once you already know it. But Chelsea, I know we, we've talked a lot about that, that book recently. Maybe there's some kind of key takeaways that you could share with the group kind of as, as reminders or refreshers if they've been through it and maybe some new tips for those that haven't been through that yet. Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth-minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the bucket plan book. Go to claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. That's claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll actually start with one that ties directly into what Nikki was saying about the emotional impact. You know, when you're structuring your messaging, your language should always support ways for your client or your prospect to avoid failure, pitfalls, things like that. And a really good way to do that is to hit on those pain points, but in a way that's not scary, you know, bring it to the forefront, those emotions, because you know, like was mentioned earlier, emotions are what makes people change their mind. So you can bring up the fact that, 
you know, anxiety of running out of money in retirement that is very real for people, or possibly the uncertainty they may face if, you know, the spouse passes away and there's no plan in place. All of those things should be brought to the forefront, but immediately after, it's very important to step in with your messaging and say, you know, you can avoid all of that with our help, you know, be that guide for them. And that's another really important thing to hit on is you have to present yourself as a guide to solving problems for them because they're not looking for another hero in their quote story. They're looking for someone to step in on their behalf and alleviate those pain points. And, you know, that brings me to another one is, you know, you might think that you are the focal point of this story or your brand, but in fact, your clients are, and you need to present that through your messaging. So tailoring it to say, you know, we help you, not we help clients. That's a really easy way to do that so that they feel directly involved and like you're talking to them is very important. And then also just clear calls to action, really help guide them to reach out to you. Yeah. And for those that that remember that session or have read the book before, they use that example of Star Wars. So sorry if you're not a the Star Wars fan, but <laughs> you, you don't want to be the Luke Skywalker. You want to be the Yoda and make them the Luke Skywalker. You know, you want to make them the hero in this this journey as you're as you're working with them on figuring out their future and Nikki, again, that's how I'll, I'll tie it back to you. I think that's something that Jeanette is is very good, at, and a lot of you, but it, you know, for for you speaking with us today, is that she's very good about making it about them and not about her being the one that's going to solve their problem. And you know, I think that's why we often congratulate them for for making the appointment, for taking the step, for showing up for that discover meeting, for booking that fit call. I mean, you know, congratulations, like it's, it's, it's a big step and it's moving in the direction of having a plan so that you won't have to, to wonder what's going to happen in the future. And, and, you know, it's your guide. And so that's often why we, we say congratulations and we put that at the end of our seminars and, you know, because it is, it is a big step and timing is everything. And that signifies that this is their time, you know, this, the time was right for them to move forward with the next step. So. And that's a big psychological thing. I think that they teach in in sales trainings too, of when they're going through to congratulate them on taking the next step. So it's kind of that positive affirmation that when they're agreeing to that first appointment with you, it's not just thank you for doing it of, you know, we're, we're glad you're going through. It's the, you've made the right decision to make that next step. So that's a little thing like words matter and those those one word here and there of congratulating them and that it makes a big difference. Chelsea, any other buzzwords like that you can think of that would <laughs> help them along the way? I don't know about buzzwords, but really just sort of making your content and experience for them. And that's exactly what Nikki's, like what their strategy does, you know, think of it like, I don't know, sometimes I think of content like the old ways that you might go to a department store back in the day. It was an experience. You had someone serving you, tailoring things to you. Those ways are gone. And I think, you know, a lot of that is a lot of things are missed from that. And I think making sure that you tailor your content to them and, you know, putting those small details in your messaging, thanking them, following up, 
all of that, like in a way that is very personal to you or your brand or your voice, that really makes a huge difference when they feel like they know you. They will feel like that you are on their team. They can trust you. All of that is just so incredibly important. And it's not that hard to do when you have the right messaging. Yeah. And, and remember too, you know, we, we talk about the website and social media communications too, obviously figuring out your messaging, but you know, now with the, the SEC marketing regulations changing within this past mm -hmm. year, you know, continue to ask for and leverage client testimonials, yes. you know, use, use those in your communication. The, there's so many out there and Nikki, you might've been the one that shared this with me just, just this past week of, you know, when you're looking for something, the first thing you do is go and look for reviews and, you know, have those out there. They can, they can go and find those on Google, but make it easier for them. Put them on your website, put them on your social, make sure we're following the compliance guidelines. You got to throw that in, but, but leverage those when you can, because they want to see what other people like them have gone through when they're working with you. And then now the same kind of thing, we can help you pull out the, the words, the phrases, kind of the essence of that messaging in your other communications. And, and Keith brought up another good point. Thank you, Keith. Avoid the me and the we content. That's, yes. that's, a, that's a quick exercise that we used to do at the agency I came from. You know, when you finish any kind of content piece, your website, your blog, even if you're scripting out a, a podcast or a video, you know, go through and count how many I's and we's and me's versus how many times mm -hmm. you're saying you and your. That's a, that's a simple exercise you can do to make sure you're making it about the person that's on the other side and not about yourself. Thank you, Keith. Well, oh, one more no. thing that, that goes along with sort of telling your story and those best practices. It's really important to also present that you have a plan for them. And I think that's really a good opportunity to portray through an our process page or a holistic planning page. I know a lot of people have that, but that's really integral to your message because you're not just saying that you can do all these things, but you're proving it. You have this dependable thing that you rely on. And I just think that's another important thing that you should really get across when you're structuring your messaging. Yeah. And then that, that plan can involve that emotional appeal. Like we said about earlier, that emotional appeal can be the positive. It can be the other way. How are you helping them avoid those failures and pitfalls and stress? Exactly. Nobody wants more stress. They want less stress. <laughs> Using that in your messaging, you know, will, will make a difference when they see those, those ads on Facebook or your social media posts or coming across your website, you know, you can help make their life easier and help, help plan for that. And so you know, playing on that, but help, you know, having an expert to help you find the right words there. And I think the last part with that, especially when we're talking about the prospecting side is making sure you have a call to action in your messaging, you know, make sure when you on your website in your social media posts for the ones that make sense, but make sure you're letting them know what that next step is. Cause I think even if you have that great, powerful messaging that, that we hope you all have, or that we'll work with you on to create, you know, walk them through what that next step is. And so, you know, Nikki, Chelsea, I don't know if either of you want to talk about that that call to action side and how to develop that right messaging. Thank you. Yeah, so, oh, go ahead, Nikki. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say more frequent calls to action are a really great way to sort of check in throughout telling your story because, you know, as you're going through what you can do for them, it's almost like you're saying, 
we're we're here for you. This is how you can reach us. It's sort of like a funnel. You're directing them to you. So that's all I was going to say is more frequent calls to action and also more personal ones. I agree with that because if you, you know, like in a seminar, if you sprinkle them throughout, that way people know that if if you put it at the halfway point, they know that you're bound to have another one because it's not over. So they'll be ready for that next one. You know, they may not have been ready for that one, but they'll be ready for the next call to action. So, so I think that's really important. Sprinkle them throughout and, you know, that way they know what to prepare for. Yeah, I think another, another tip that I share a lot of times too, that I don't know if either of you have done is if you're trying to find what, what your story is and getting to the core of it, record yourself, you know, either, either in a video or, or an audio format, you know, for any of you on here, tell, tell your story. And, and sometimes a lot different than trying to go on and type that and, and think of the words and the writer's block sets in, but just pretend like you're having that conversation and have that dictated. There's plenty of sources out there these days. You can probably just do it right on your phone, but that gives you the, the the start of something right there that you can start to play with and create what what is that messaging going to look like and how do we want that to sound across the different platforms once you have that if you need help articulating that in in your words or or with us you know reach out to us that's what we're here for is is the resource you like how i'm out here chelsea just volunteering your time to help with that but that's what chelsea's for is to, is to help all of you be able to communicate that in your fashion because even though we're all in the same industry and do the same things you have your own approach to that you have your own brand and we want to help you communicate that brand and so you know starting by by doing that recording and and i guess the other thing maybe the elephant in the room lately, which we're going to have a whole session on, I think in a couple of weeks, so we won't go too deep, but with chat GPT and a lot are leaning on that. I'm not an advocate of just using that in and of itself, either as compliance, but using that just to get the ball rolling, putting your ideas in and getting that spit out and then tailoring that with your own message. So if you've got your own recording and you get some ideas from there, kind of finding that marriage between the two and you know, Chelsea, I know, you know, you probably have some quick thoughts on that too. Yeah, I think a great strategy because, you know, ChatGPT, what it's doing is it's combing the internet for things that are already written. So that, that might not necessarily represent your personal voice. So doing something like you suggested, Matt, recording yourself, you know, what your pitch might be if a client were to reach out to you asking, you know, how can you help? What, what can you do? all those things, what you might say to them in that meeting, record that, and then you can easily generate a transcript and feed that into ChatGPT. So it kind of knows how you talk, your cadence, things like that, the words that you use, because that can really help make the what it spits out more personal. But obviously, you definitely want to go through with a fine tooth comb afterwards to make sure that it really does align with who you are and things like that, but it is a good tool to, as a jumping off point. Right. You know, so speaking of that, that is actually next week's topic. So, you know, if you, you are interested in that, please join us. Jason's going to be on talking about that. We have a, a couple other individuals who are using that regularly and can share their feedback on how they're leveraging chat GPT and working that into their, their messaging, like we discussed today, but their, their content mix as a whole. So going to be a, a very engaging one. So make sure you tune in next week. 
Thank you for being a part of us today and talking about this messaging topic. Thank you, Nikki, very much for being a part of it and sharing your story and Jeanette's story. We may hold you to sharing Jeanette's. See how close you get that later on. Chelsea, thank you. I for could sharing. do pretty well with it. We can, <laughs> we can have it. her on to critique it. <laughs> there we go. That's, a, that's a better idea. Chelsea, thank you for those tips. And for any of you, you know, thank you for being here. But if you think of a question, looking for feedback on something after the fact, please reach out to our team at C2P. And we're here to, to help with that. So at that, we will see you all next week. Have a great day. Interested in learning more about the topics discussed today? We want to know more about your challenges and priorities and how we can help build your custom roadmap to success. That's right, a custom roadmap built just for you. Schedule a free 20-minute consultation with one of our business development partners. Visit c2pe.info forward slash podcast to schedule a time that's good for you. That's c2pe.info forward slash podcast. At the time of delivery and any subsequent publishing, information was deemed reliable but is subject to change by the time of listening. The contents of this piece include the opinions and projections of C2P, are subject to change, and are for informational purposes only. The information provided in this presentation is not intended to be individual investment, tax, or legal advice.